From our studios at historic Arnold's Park Amusement Park, it's Okaboji Broadcast with Jeff Fee. Welcome to Okaboji Broadcast, everybody. A little cooler this weekend than it was last weekend. And I'm Jeff Fee here, of course, coming from Arnold's Park Amusement Park. And I've got Amanda Olson with me again from Champion State of Mind once again. Uh, how about you? Did you have a nice Easter with that beautiful weather? And... We did. We actually had an outside Easter egg hunt. Oh. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> Kid. Kids love that. That was great. Yeah. That was great to see them do that. It was it was a lot of fun to watch them do that. Yeah, so. well, we're in the process of moving, so we're having a where's the remote hunt and also right. Of, yeah, that'll we're, be a hunt that'll last for a long time. Honey, yes. did you see the spoons? No. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be good. Well, last time we were you were in here, we were talking about telehealth and and yeah. uh, mm-hmm. um, maybe should we start out there, Cassandra, and why telehealth is is important and and we can kind of get in or you go in any direction you want. Yeah, that's fine. Well, actually, you know, Jeff, I reached back out to you because the last um, video that we had done, the Ross recording, um, I talked about a bill, um, HF294, let me show you my numbers, um, and that's telehealth parity. And so that bill um, was in uh, the Human Resources Committee um, within the Senate, and it basically focused on three components. Um, It focused on um, equal pay for telehealth, mental health services for telehealth versus in-person. It focused on that the client and the provider could be in whatever location they they wanted to be. They didn't have to be in office. Um, And the third is that um, the the provider did not have to provide a staff member to be with the client at the time. So that's why this bill um, was extremely important to us. And and I I pretty much would encourage people to kind of go back to that previous video if they really want to highlight all the reasons why um, HF-294 was so important to pass. And we could say it as simply as, you know, and especially in the last year with COVID, um, you know, mental health stress is yes. we're up here with stress, and uh, being one on one with a provider very very tough. And and like everybody else has found out with Zoom and and uh, whatever maybe FaceTime, mm-hmm. uh, have been able to reach out to others, and it's worked out so well. And this is a bill that will make that. Uh, easy for people to do. Right, Simply right. Simply said. Right. It, it guarantees that providers like myself and, and business owners like myself receive the same amount of payment for what we receive for in-person sessions versus telehealth sessions. Right. And, and so it's, it is a bill that speaks to giving mental health access to a greater capacity for the state of Iowa. Yes. And there's a greater capacity needing it. Oh, oh huge. To say massive, the least. Massive. Yes. Massive. Yes. Okay. So that's why it was, we had such a call to action um, in the previous video to have people reach out to uh, their representatives, their senators, let people know how important telehealth services um, has been to them, um, especially during this past year and why we need this bill to pass. Right. And when last we talked, it was, it was hung up in a committee. It was. And, and just as politics uh, can go, uh, little twists and turns, and they, they always say, uh, uh, "Don't watch how they make two things. One are laws, and the other's a sausage." <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so, on, so there's some some unfortunate news, but then there was a, a turn of events. So the unfortunate news is the HF 294, the bill that I was previously speaking about. 
it never did actually move out of that committee. Right. Um, the let's see. I'm gonna make sure I get Senator Jeff Elder, the chair of um, the Iowa Senate Human Resources Committee, never actually brought it to a vote. Right. Never heard why, but he never <laughs> did. It so it sat. Um, so that meant this last week, um, previous to um, yeah, this last week, um, it, it died in what we call the funnel week, the right. second funnel week. Yep, okay. Funnel, yep. um, so that's unfortunate. However. Um, bottom of the ninth, uh, <laughs> this was such an, an amazing turnaround. Um, House of Representatives, um, the, the Human Resources Committee, had another bill sitting in front of them, and that was um, SF 524. Okay. This bill um, is to establish a committee to study the mental health bed tracking system in Iowa. That bill was sitting over in the House, and Somebody had their thinking cap on, or a few people did, um, and, and definitely need to support um, Representative Joel Fry and Representative Ann Meyer because we've been hearing their names consistently that they've been such a huge support um, for telehealth parity and, and mental health services in general right. um, in the House. So they might have had their thinking caps. We're not sure, <laughs> but either way, they, they know the, the 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 routes to take to get something to happen. There's yeah. politics involved, right? So <laughs> so either way, there is this bill. So SF five twenty four for the mental health. Um, excuse me, mental health bed tracking system sitting over in the house. Somebody noticed that the previous bill that we were talking about, um, the telehealth parity bill, wasn't moving. Yeah. Somebody over here, <laughs> over in the house subcommittee, or excuse me, human resources committee said, let's take the verbiage, the language from the telehealth parity bill over here and attach it to the <laughs> bill that's still alive over here, which is the, the SF 524. Right. So what ended up happening is even though HF 294 died in the funnel, the language of telehealth parity didn't. It moved. Amazing. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I was getting updates I, that evening. I bet, I bet you were kind of at a stressful moment. Like, what, what happened? It, <laughs> it just, it's bottom of the ninth, two out, and a full count. You and know? you're like yeah. screaming at the television like, oh my gosh, that just happened. <laughs> that was amazing. Yeah. Um, so us as providers, as business owners, as, you know, as clients are going, yeah. thank goodness. Yeah. Thank goodness that aspect, telehealth parity is still alive. So now um, SF524 is still alive. It yeah. is moving out of the house and will be going back to the Senate. And it needs to go to the Senate floor for a final vote. Right, right. But oh. to do that, the Senate President Jack Whitfer I'm being very cautious about my names You're this doing time. Very well. I know, I'm trying, right? Um, Senate President Jack Whitford needs to be able to allow it to move to the Senate floor. Okay. And that's why we're, why well, I'm here today. Exactly, yeah. And um, we, we want people to contact your local representative. Yes. And uh, if this is important to you, and it certainly should be, uh, and we've got forums going on this weekend. One yes. in Esterville that's going to have a lot of the big hitters there. Correct, yeah. Um, so in Esterville, let me find this here. Um, we've got Senator Dennis Guth, Senator or State Representative Henry Stone, and U.S. Representative Randy Feenstra. Feenstra, thank yeah, you. Yeah, our um, new congressman, yeah. Yes, they will all be there um, at the Iowa Lakes Electric Co op 
um, in Esterville, um, April 10th, so Saturday yep. at 1 p.m. Okay. Um, so I think that's a fantastic opportunity for people in our local community to go out and get in front of people and talk to them and say, this is extremely important to us as constituents that, that we, we need this to be brought to a vote in the Senate. Yes. And, and why we would want our senators to vote yes. Yeah. To allow it to vote. Now, and one key thing that I need to make a point about, <laughs> the original bill, the SF-524, so the mental health bed tracking system bill on its original grounds, right. started in the Senate and passed unanimously the first time. All right? Yeah. <laughs> Moved to the House, and now we have this amendment with a telehealth parity language. Yeah. Come on, guys. Yeah, <laughs> one little step. That's let all we've got. One little in. step. Let it in. Yeah. All right. We. I know we've had. I've had phenomenal feedback from providers, from clients, from family members, from friends, saying, "I'm reaching out to our representatives. I'm reaching out to senators to let them know. Keep doing that. Yes. Phone calls, emails are okay. Yeah. But phone calls. But phone getting, calls are so much more um, persuasive. Yes. They really are. Yeah, and, and I can tell anybody who's been elected to anything, they'll they'll always say the same thing. Uh, well, I got one or two phone calls on that. Uh, oh, I got three or four. Anything over like four phone calls, that's when they say, "I got swamped with phone calls," and it does make a difference. It does. It yeah. does. And then if you can get to uh, forums like this weekend and or tomorrow, actually um, in Estherville. Um, or there's multiple forms going around the state yet yeah. um, that we can still have an opportunity to, to have this bill go to the Senate floor and have a vote. Yeah. Bring it to a vote. Yeah. Come on, give it an opportunity to pass. Any indication, has the governor uh, given any indication of if she would uh, um, sign it? Have you heard anything? We have not heard any. Yeah. I have not heard and anything. And that happens with a lot of bills, you know. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I, I mean, personally, I would sure hope so. Yeah. Because there's been a lot of talk about um, improving, expanding mental health access in the state of Iowa. Yeah. This bill, not only with teleparity, but then, you know, the mental um, inpatient bed tracking system, we need that. There's yes. a reason why that's passing so well. I could only hope that she would yeah. sign it. Uh, but again, we need it to get to the Senate floor and we need it to be brought to a vote. Yeah. And we need that. If it passes in the Senate, uh, then it's time to call the governor's office. That's <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah. That's right. But let's start where we are right now. And, uh, uh, and you know, you can get onto the, uh, um, just Google Iowa legislature and you can mm -hmm. find, if you don't know who your legislator is, you can find out who it is, your state rep, your state senator, and um, and get in contact with them absolutely and then yeah. you know with this um, recording today too Jeff I'll make a list again of the reasons why um, I've been hearing why this uh, bill needs to pass um, and then you know other feedback from business owners from uh, providers why we need this um, to to be part of the future when it comes to mental health services in Iowa again yeah. this is about mental health access this yes. is about expanding the services and making sure that people can, can have access to those services if we don't get this passed it, it it's another barrier that it, we it, could have prevented it's kind of back in the dark ages again yeah. you know for everybody who uh, during the pandemic have said oh thank goodness we had uh, zoom or the different venues uh, to keep business going um, and that's where we are with, with mental health. Mm -hmm. you know, thank goodness we have this and we need this bill to pass 
to accentuate that. That's right. We need the money to stay in the state of Iowa. Yes. We need mental health providers to feel supported. We need to attract them to the state. We need them to stay in the state. Yeah. All of those things have the capacity if this bill were to be brought to a vote and cross fingers and toes would pass. Yeah. And, it's all there. You know, and you brought up an important point here a couple of minutes ago, Amanda, you were talking about uh, people in your business, your employees and so forth. Mm -hmm. I often think of, well, if we know somebody in our family who needs some help and so forth, but think of the people who were displaced and, and yeah. come back to work, might've been a fantastic employee and have had some issues in the meantime. Mm -hmm. You want your, your workers yep. to be a, not only physically tip top, mentally tip top, uh, you want to keep those good employees. Absolutely. And we have uh, numerous, um, you know, Iowa National Guard. We have many units that are going to be um, returning here um, shortly. Yes. Come on, guys. Yep. Like this is this isn't rocket science. This no. is your constituents. Your Iowans are saying we want this. We need this. Yep. We need our senators to speak for us as Iowans and not these third-party outsiders that are whispering in their ears. Yeah. But for our senators to know that, we need to talk to them. They need to hear our voice about what we need, yeah. what we want. Absolutely. Constituents need to reach out and say, hey, people need help. Yep. And this is how you can help us. That's, that's right. That's why we put you in there. That's it? right. So, but you know, and when you go to these things, you people know, because I've been to these things, and sometimes people can get very rude. And if the, uh, if you want to turn somebody against something, you don't do that. Be nasty to them. <laughs> you know, that's right. human nature. Uh, so be polite, but uh, but persistent. Absolutely. Yeah. Make your points. Keep your point crisp. Uh, highlight it, even kind of rehearse it in your mind even before you go if you can, and make it personal. Yeah. Talk to them, make eye contact with them, let them know why you're there, speak from your soul. Yeah. That's what they're going to remember. Yeah. And, and we all know somebody that, uh, and it doesn't have to be due to the pandemic, but having a hard time, it can be substance abuse, it can be mm -hmm. an abusive, uh, it can be stress. I mean, so many different things. So many. We're talking about the ability to have one of these or a phone and have the opportunity to talk to somebody here in Iowa. That's right, COVID was so many, so many stressors, so so much trauma yeah. has come from the situation. But if we can find a silver lining in any of that, the fact that telehealth, the use of telehealth just catapulted, or just shot forward so fast, yeah. let's not move back. No. Let, let's move forward. Let's let's make that lemonade from these lemons. Let's let's keep moving forward with it because we have it. We have the tools. We have the necessities. But let's keep doing it. But we need the state support right. to do that. So contact your your state senator. If you got time, make time. Go to Esterville uh, tomorrow, one p.m. at one p.m. at the Iowa Electric Cooperative. Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. Very good. All mm -hmm. right. Anything else to add, uh, Amanda, before we... Thank you, Jeff. Thank you for taking time to meet with oh, me today. It, it's great. Very important. I tell you yes. what, we, we all have hard times, and uh, when we need a hand, it's nice that we have people like you to, to give us that hand. You're, you're very welcome. All right. <laughs> Amanda Olson here with us today. Uh, good mental health. Uh, what a great way to live your life, and if you need help, you can always reach out, of course, at Champion State of Mind. And we want to thank Amanda for taking time here with us. We thank you for watching us right here on Okaboji Broadcast.
Okaboji broadcast from the studios at Historic Arnold's Park Amusement Park is brought to you by the Scott Troutman State Farm Agency in Spirit Lake, Pure Fishing in Spirit Lake, Last Touch Painting and Cleaning providing interior, exterior, house painting and professional cleaning services in Spirit Lake, Quest Wealth Management, a financial advisory practice of Ameriprise Financial Services, advisor Jan Spielman, AJ Spielman and Erica Wachholz. Duckies Marine and Motorsports Repair in Spirit Lake. Bank Midwest, Dream Big, Plan Wisely, Live Well. Lakes Regional Healthcare and Avera Partner. Attorney Bethany Brands at Brands Law Office in Spirit Lake. Ruthven Locker at the Lake, where carnivores are welcome on Hill Avenue in Spirit Lake. Beck Engineering in Spirit Lake. V Radiant Laser Skin Studio in the Okaboji Plaza in Okaboji. The YMCA of the Okabojis is the Bedell Family YMCA, building strong families and strong communities.